but I certainly thought our daughter did share them. Renée took a deep breath and spoke in a softer tone. Dad, in many ways I do share your views. You and Mom have taught me a lot, but there are some things I have to decide for myself. What you guys decided to do before you got married was your choice. I've made my choice, and I wish you guys could respect that and not judge me. In fact, I wish you could see that these choices are just as right for me as yours were for you. Kenton shook his head slowly. Terry stifled a sob. I love you, honey, she said. I just don't see how you can so easily abandon the values we raised you with. Why they can't agree Renée's parents want her to do what's right, but as far as Renée is concerned, she is doing what's right. She acknowledges that her parents didn't live together before they got married because they believed it was wrong for them to do so. But Renée doesn't think those values apply to her because she has determined that living with a boy she is serious about is a wise way to go. In fact, having seen many of her friends' parents divorce, she likely believes it's a good step to ensure the best long-term relationship. She would like her parents to be tolerant by respecting and endorsing her decision. Since they don't, a conflict has become inevitable. Are Renée's differing views from her parents just part of the infamous generation gap? Differences separating adults from their children have always existed to some degree. I, Josh, have a different perspective on a number of issues from that of my grown son, Sean. And I, Sean, sometimes see life from a different point of view than that of my father. This may be considered somewhat of a generation gap, yet we are bound together through a common set of core values. Our shared beliefs and value system bridge whatever differing views we may have on various subjects, and they enable us to work closely together as we are doing in co-authoring this book. It's natural, and if done properly even healthy, for the people of each new generation to establish a unique identity apart from their parents. Yet what we are experiencing today is far from the typical generation gap. We are seeing a cultural shift that is separating Christian parents from their children, perhaps unlike anything seen before. Renée is calling for her parents to be understanding. She wants her mom and dad to realize that she has the right to define sexual issues and marriage for herself. In fact, what she really desires is for her parents not only to respect her own brand of morality, but also to acknowledge that it isn't wrong for her to do what she personally feels is right. If her parents respond in any way short of that, she will consider them to be intolerant. If you are like most Christian parents, grandparents, or gatekeepers of young people, pastors, youth pastors, Christian educators, you are no doubt perplexed by a new, younger generation of teens and twenty-somethings that seems comfortable with a value system and set of beliefs that are often contrary to biblical standards. It's not that you don't want to be understanding of another person's view, especially if it's your own child, but you don't want to endorse what you feel is biblically wrong either. Yet most of this generation doesn't consider what they believe or how they behave to be wrong. In fact, they think their moral views are correct for them. They have adopted a different moral compass for evaluating truth, and so they often make radically different choices in the area of sex and relationships than those of their parents. This is the case with Renée. Renée's parents are troubled, and rightly so, but what they don't seem to recognize is that Renée isn't entirely wrong. Yet neither is she entirely right. From Renée's point of view, failure to accept her moral choices amounts to a rejection not only of her beliefs, but of her personally. 
She and an entire new younger generation are calling for more tolerance of a diverse culture. They want to be loved even though their beliefs and lifestyle may be different from those of previous generations. That is understandable. For youth to feel personally rejected when parents and friends are not accepting of what they do is natural. As a former high school teacher, I, Sean, can tell you that many students have felt rejected and judged when their behavior or ideas differed from the behavior or ideas of their parents. It is not easy to disapprove of your children's behavior while at the same time making them feel loved as people of great worth. Oftentimes these two concepts seem to be in conflict with each other, and thus their relationship to each other is not clearly understood. Consequently, young people feel rejected and distance forms between them and their parents. Two very different understandings of tolerance are at odds here. Renee and most of her generation are in effect saying,